Tires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Boy, you have foolsy, bloatsy, sweetsy, brownsy, Expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers. This is the way. Of course, I pick right as I'm starting to record to finish my yawn or to start yawning. Or it's a good way. It's a good way that started with upward momentum. <laughs> Yeah, I'm having like a day where I haven't done anything all day and I'm still I'm I'm just so exhausted from doing nothing. So <laughs> That's just that's us in a nutshell. It's like we haven't done anything. I'm tired and I haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think that's pretty much everybody in the world thanks to all this friggin' COVID bullshit stuff and well anyway i'm gonna start the show officially and then we can keep ranting and raving this is two broke geeks i'm matt i'm justin and actually i i meant to send you this the other day because i was like i don't know if this is crass or not but i guess chris jericho has a new band mm -hmm. uh i have to see if i can find it because it's a very like uh let's see chris so a band that isn't fozzy it's not fozzy um it's what it's okay i know where i can find it it's it the music's not great mm -hmm. um but the name of the band i'm just like R really really that's that's why you're gonna do it uh give me a sec i it's... well it can't be any i mean there are a lot of bands that have um oh weird... no his band the band's called quarantine uh, spelled Q-U-A-R-A-N-T-I-N-E. And I'm just like, mm, probably just not a good idea to call your band Quarantine. Uh, I mean, it uh, could be worse, I guess. There's still, um, uh, what is the name? God, there's a metal band, there... God, now it's never mind. I'm not gonna be able to think of it right now. There or, is or like that other thing I sent you because of uh, people talking about making movies about pandemics. I sent you like a photo of an actual movie that another wrestler is in. The uh, uh, Kevin Nash called called uh, pandemic yeah. or, or COVID or something along those lines. Like fight the pandemic. Yeah, really, really. Just, I mean, I guess it, if it i don't know it seems bad but we should have seen it coming anyway that there would be a whole bunch of uh pandemic slash covid19 inspired movies and stuff well some so. work like host on shutter is freaking awesome the, host is the best one i've seen where it's they made the best of this current moment and making art out of limitation yeah it's fantastic if you ever they yeah. they had some uh i remember uh, on twitter or on instagram they were kept posting like photos of how they did stuff mm -hmm. since they only and had they such all had to, crew. they all had to be like stunt coordinated via zoom and everything yeah. and special so effects good. coordinated via zoom it's pretty good it's, it's pretty getting cool. it's coming out on blu-ray i think next month Nice. I mean, it, as far as horror movies go, it, it, for the fact that it was made for essentially no money over Zoom, it's good. Yeah, I really <laughs> enjoyed it. We talked about it on this show before. And, uh, okay, I need to talk to you about this more, speaking of movies, because you sent me the most bummer text message oh, God, this, this movie week about this made me Willy's so Wonder. disappointed. <laughs> okay. 
So <sighs> just so everybody knows, Justin sent me a text message earlier, uh, a few days ago after he watched Willy's Wonderland and he was like, just don't, don't rent Willy's Wonderland. It's not good. And now he's going to tell me why it's, it's not, good. not good at all. I was, I, I, I was talking with a buddy of mine, uh, who him and I are like huge Nick Cage fans. And we were talking about this movie because I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one who thought this. And he, like, messaged me right before I started uh, watching it, being like, oh, God bless you, man. And it, everything, I love the idea. The idea it can, the idea is super interesting. It's very much yes. like the Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything about the execution of it is just awful. The premise is Nick Cage is like driving a car that yep. blows all his tires. Yep. Um, from like um, like spike strips, and uh, is played off as like oh some kid went joyriding and mm-hmm. stole uh spike uh, spike strips out of the back of a cop car. When in actuality, uh, it is they were put out there purposely and they, uh tell whoever comes around like i can fix your car or whatever mm-hmm. kind of thing if you but we don't take cards like credit cards for payment we only take cash oh you don't have cash well if you don't mind working at willie's wonderland for a night uh you do it i can just give fix your car and you'll be on your way it's like mm-hmm. a whole uh, it's a thing and and the premise is i guess a bunch of of killers went did a ritualistic uh murder suicide pact in willie's wonderland because they all worked there uh and were all caught so they didn't want to be taken by um by the cops so they killed themselves Mm -hmm. but that pretty much means nothing in this film like at all because basically nick cage is set up he's like oh if you clean this if you clean out Willy's Wonderland uh, for so we can get it ready uh, to reopen I'll just give you your keys to your car you're good to go and yep. he gets locked in there and proceeds throughout the whole movie to clean the place Sure. and the fact that the animatronics come to life does not phase him at all really like like the first one's an ostrich and it just shows up in front of him after trying to do like a sneaky uh sneak up and nick mm-hmm. just looks at it and he's just like keeps poking at it and then they fight um like he there's nick cage like has no emotion to anything he doesn't talk throughout the entire film hmm. he is like a he's like just this silent janitor just killing things just because he can a bunch mm-hmm. of kids break in to try and get him out because they're going to burn the place down because it's cursed and all that. Mm-hmm. And all the kids start slowly getting murdered by these animatronics. And Nick Cage keeps... They made a big point about it. He takes breaks every 20-ish minutes where he mm-hmm. goes, drinks some soda, a soda that he brought like six of him, six with him. As he cleans a pinball machine and then, like, goes back to doing work. And then, like, near the end, he takes a break while the kids are getting murdered. Like, he knows these kids are getting murdered by animatronics. And he takes a break to go drink a soda and do, like, a weird sex dance to a pinball machine. It's bonkers and i was just like and i and i expect that kind of thing to an extent uh-huh but this movie's just so garbage is it just like all everything you've said sounds bizarre and dumb but is it it also so is it like not well acted it's not well is acted not well... like the kids the kids are it's, the kids are horrible at the acting in every way, shape, and form. <sighs> I keep like the the actions that are done make no sense. Mm-hmm. And um, Nick, it's just fight choreography is awful. 
Mm-hmm. Just there's no real grasp of anything. Like like there's no the conf, the conflict of Nick Cage fighting animatronics should be mm. hilarious and awesome. And it's not. Like, wow. Okay. It's, it's just so it's such a like a weird cookie cutter cutout that is just I don't I don't know how to explain it at all. It's it's just it's shot poorly. Uh hmm. and the dialogue just just sucks. That's so disappointing cuz yeah. I really did like that trailer a lot. The trailer, it looked, yeah. The, it the, looked like it was going to be so much fun. Yeah. It's it's garbage. <sighs> a well, lot of garbage. That is disappointing. Really is. That that bummed me out this week when you sent me that. I was like, oh, damn it. Big bummer that Willy's Wonderland was a bummer. Um, well, I, I don't hmm. expect every Nick Cage film to be like a shot, like a, a, a home run. No. Well, like Mandy, Color Out of Space were like two really big ones and then he did there's some other mediocre ones and weird ones kind of thrown in the middle well, i was it. just expecting it to be good because i thought the trailer was good that's all it yeah it's really not like the trailer i love i love the costumes like the costumes of all the animatronics was, was so interesting mm-hmm. and it just got muddled by everything else i just kind of wish nick cage did more yeah <laughs> like he literally like i think for the majority of it he just wore sunglasses drank soda and made weird sexual references to a pinball danced and that was about it yeah alrighty well I did something this week that I that we kind of talked about last week on the show but I did end up watching some uh, Fairly Odd Parents which I haven't done in a yes. really long time uh, but I uh, I had signed up for uh, CBS All Access so I could watch The Stand and Star Trek Discovery and of course CBS uh, Paramount owns Nickelodeon so CBS All Access soon to be I guess Paramount Plus they're changing their name to or yeah. Paramount All Access or something like that um, they have all the Fairly Out Parents so I went all the way back to season one and started at the first episode back when Cosmo had a different I think it was the same voice <laughs> actor he was just doing kind of a more Phil Hartman thing a little yeah. bit instead of like the high pitched thing that he eventually did where he would be like instead of I'm Cosmo it was like I'm Cosmo <laughs> yeah it's like way more of a flatter tone <laughs> Although, it did have, I forgot how much I, it had the episode uh, with, I don't know why this was one of my favorite Fairly Odd Parents moments of all time back when I used to watch the show a lot, but it always made me laugh so hard, where they're like, well, we have some good news and some bad news, and they, (laughs) he's like, well, what's the good news? And Cosmo's like, I found a nickel! And bad, and then later on, it's well. We have some. They do it again. We have some good news and some bad news. And Timmy's just like, well, what's the good news? I name my nickel Philip. And what's the bad yeah. news? It's a girl nickel. Girl nickel. I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard, but it's so stupid. And I, the joke, the jokes oh, in that show are just so weird. Like I remember so the episode weird. where, uh, where. They have their chipmunk troop, mm-hmm. and Timmy's dad keeps trying to get involved as like their like chipmunk leader or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just like weirdly inappropriate. Yeah, I remember. The, there's a joke from Fairly Odd Parents I still use from time to time in my real life, from uh, the super bike episode when <laughs> Timmy's dad builds him that shitty bike, and Timmy replaces it with the super bike, and Timmy's dad gets all upset, and he's like, "If you need me, I'll just be over here doing my deep breathing." exercises don't be alarmed if it looks like i'm crying <laughs> the one i like using especially at theme parks is when they're in the this when they're on the escalator and like when do we get to the ride this, this is, is the ride, ride. <laughs> yes so yeah that's been uh, i did that yesterday i watched three or four episodes and then i had forgotten like um 
how ridiculous uh, the crimson chin is <laughs> because he got he got amazing chin tastic powers after being bitten <laughs> by a radioactive handsome actor. Yeah, <laughs> and all I could think was, what are am- what are amazing chin tastic powers? This is why we need to interview Butch Hartman. <laughs> Yes, we do. There's also the episode where like Adam West shows up as like a oh cat, like a cat superhero. Yeah, yeah, Catman. Oh, uh, I need to rewatch. Have you gotten so. to? Have, did you watch the episode? Speaking of Adam West, did you get to the episode of Batman the Animated Series that has Adam West as the Gray Ghost? Yeah, I already passed through uh, that. I just I'm on this. I haven't watched a lot. I did throw on the first half of Demon's Quest, mm. so I still have the second half where, where it ended with Rachel Ghoul like holding Talia above the, like the Lazarus Pit mm-hmm. and Batman just yelling "Let her go," even though he just said, "I have no interest in you." Is that also the one that has um, uh, Jonah Hex in it? Because there's episode... No, not that okay, one. Okay, because there is a Rachel Ghoul episode that is uh, has Jonah Hex in it. Yeah, this is still like the first time you meet Rachel Ghoul. Oh, it's okay. Like the, fir- the first half is Robin and Talia get kidnapped and Raish teams up with mm-hmm. Batman, but it turns out that Raish did all the everything and he just was testing Batman. Yep, okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Now I know what we're talking about. Might as well talk about it since we're on Batman stuff. But they had the uh, Justice, the Zack Snyder Justice League trailer. I. Uh, it's garbage. I'm <laughs> glad that there are people that wanted this that are getting it, but it doesn't look good to me. Number one, like I'm so so on Zack Snyder as a director overall. Like I really love Watchmen, and I really really love Dawn of the Dead. Um, didn't, and I actually really like Man of Steel, like, uh, I'll still defend Man of Steel, although I think it is a terrible looking movie, I, it's mostly Zack Snyder's color palette I don't like, in terms yeah, of, yeah, uh, you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned the other day, it literally looks like mud, it looks like, like the he, whole yeah, thing, it looks like he, you know what it kind of looks like to me is, um, like he shot in like sepia tone, like the beginning yeah. of the Wizard of Oz, you know, the Kansas parts of Wizard of Oz, not black and white, but that brownish sepia tone. And yeah. then did like color over it with like the darkest markers he could find. So he has like really muddy, gross looking colors in his, and it just is not, it's not appealing. It's not flattering. It's not, it works. Yeah. For what? Actually, I think Watchmen is a more colorful movie than this looks. Yeah, and it is. Watchmen's yeah, got like the bright yellow on what's her name, and that bright, bright blue on Doctor Manhattan, and like it's weird because like I rewatched the trailer, and it's like it really like I'm like okay, this is basically a new movie overall. Oh, totally. Because Which we like, always yeah, kind of heard it. Yeah. What we. It had always been that uh, originally they WB tried to say that no no Joss Whedon is just finishing the movie Zack Snyder planned to make and then as soon as that movie came out in theaters then we started to hear uh, no this is not the same movie at all <laughs> yeah and I don't know it's just like like we got Batman, I mean Superman now in his black suit mm-hmm. for when he's evil, oh big baddie. Or at uh, least back and Matt. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then like the end of like something about the very end of the trailer where they just have the Joker mm-hmm. just kind of sitting there while the world's getting destroyed. I for me, felt extremely shoehorned. Well, he is shoehorned. That he wasn't in the well, original yeah. movie. Zack Snyder came to that decision after HBO Max gave him the money to finish the movie. Yeah. He went, oh, okay. Well, what if I put the Joker in here Give, too? What if I put the Joker in because they're not putting him in? They're not doing like another cut of Suicide Squad, right? And which I'm just like, this is just, this is lazy. It's it's lazy. And 
it, it just feels like it's pandering. But that's just my opinion. No, I'm uh, whatever. I'm glad yeah. people get to see it that really wanted to see it. Um, but here's the thing. I I'm gonna I'll probably watch it once. I probably will. I too, will. Just to... I will watch it once. Well, I feel like we should. So at least sure. like I feel like a lot of people will give us criticisms like they do with Doctor Who. Sure. Uh, it, so I feel like, like we probably ended up should at least. the entire second season of Titans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I feel like it's the same deal. Yeah, like, you know what? That's we probably that's will. fair, and I think we probably just because we do this probably will want to talk about it. So, and who knows? Maybe there'll be a silver lining of something. I can't figure out His what. This version of was, Dark Side looks really cool, though. I mean, it looks alright. Like, Granny Goodness is in there. Did you see the still? In the trailer, it's yeah. wicked fast. You don't notice. But yeah, it's Dark Side, Desaad, and Granny Goodness. Uh, Granny goodness. Yeah, I was just like, okay. Just for the fact that there's a live-action Granny Goodness, I'm going to give it at least a little bit of props. Because who would have thought there would be a movie with Granny Goodness in it? Yeah. <laughs> Like at first I was like, oh, I'm like, first I was like, wait, is that big Barda? And then someone's like, no, oh, it's great. Someone else, yeah. And I was like, okay. Although I, mean, I think we've talked about it before, this version of Desaad looks an awful lot like Corvus Glaive in Avengers. Yeah, Infinity. it looks a lot like Corvus Glaive. Yeah, like it's like I feel like Cor when I feel like Corvus Glaive actually didn't die anymore. He just somehow got boosted into a different reality. I wonder if. I'm going to have to do some research on this, but this just popped into my head. Have I saw an article not too long ago, and maybe we talked about this, why a lot of modern... Cre- we did okay, talk about this. Okay, because a lot of modern creature work is done by... No matter the studio, is done by a certain number of effects houses, so they... Yeah, because s- we were we were comparing how Doomsday kind of looked like an orc from Lord of the yes, Rings. Yes, and, and it was because they were done by like the, the same effects houses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they have, like, basic... And I guess, like, uh, that's why there's a lot of spider-looking creatures in J.J. Abrams' movies, because he always uses the same effects house, and they just have big spider-looking, crab-looking creatures saved in their basic models, and they tweak them. Yeah. So I almost wonder if Corvus Glaive, and I'm going to have to look up who the effects houses are now, because now I'm deeply curious if maybe they're built off the same basic character model. <laughs> I'm I'm curious too because yeah like Corvus I would not be surprised right down to the hood I mean yeah because if you look at Desaad in the comics at least the version of Desaad I'm most familiar with maybe it's changed but Desaad was fairly human looking and yeah that's the one I remember mm-hmm. even like the last like I think anime and movie the Apocalypse mm-hmm. War Desaad I think was still like relatively look human looking. Quick. Desaad, D-A-S-A-A-D, Desaad, as everybody gets to listen to me Google on, oh god, and it didn't even bring up, it brought up something from the Philippines, so I guess, never mind. <laughs> well, there, and there's also, someone else pointed out that um, there's like a bunch of new merch now for Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Desaad looks uh, very cut. human, holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's now a bunch of merch out for the for HBO Max version of like Justice League and stuff. And someone and, and one of the things, it's like a sticker pack that has the Green Lantern uh, emblem mm-hmm. on it. And it's like okay, so maybe there's an actual Green Lantern moment. <laughs> well, if the battle on Themyscira in the flashbacks is still in the, because you remember in the theatrical release there yeah. was a. It wasn't like a close-up, but you saw Green Lanterns in that Themyscira moment. So maybe yeah. if that Battle of Themyscira still exists from the flashback to the ancient times when Darkseid first came to Earth, maybe they flesh out the Green Lantern. I don't know. I'm ready for... I haven't heard anything about that HBO Max Green Lantern series in a long time. Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff's been put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um it's weird though, because I was thinking about this the other. I was thinking about this after watching the Justice League trailer, because still slated to come out this year, I guess near the end is Jared Leto in Morbius. Um, apparently, that's still a thing happening. And I'm just like, do we really need Jared Leto as more goth-looking characters? Well, they made the movie. It's gonna come out. Like, I, it's done, I believe. Yeah. So 
no, we don't need it, but it's going to come out. Especially, I don't know about you, but Morbius is a character I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> if, if done, I think Morbius is an interesting character mm -hmm. for a full movie by himself. I'm kind of hard pressed. It's the same deal with Venom. Like mm. without Spider-Man and Venom, I kind of don't consider Venom a real Marvel Spider-Man film. Um, yeah. Just because of what they did with it, I'm just like, no, because part of Venom's whole deal is Spider-Man, yeah. and it's kind of the same deal with Morbius. Spider-Man was kind of an integral part of a majority of his backstory. Yeah. So, and it's, and they're doing, like, if Sony still con is still continuing to do the rest of their, like, mini-verse, where they're doing all those, like, side stories of different random Spider-Man villains, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's bizarre. I have no interest in the Morbius film in general, but someone, like, someone posted that there was, like, a Japanese trailer that came out recently for it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that movie still exists. Yeah, it's, it's weird I'm yeah I don't know I don't know but I noticed um, you mentioned in your uh, post this morning but you were also reading some comics I have I've been morning. reading Superman comics uh, we talked about it a little bit last week and I didn't actually get to do as much of it as I wanted to I went back uh, a lot of years I, I'm reading the new 52 run which uh, <laughs> on my Facebook post my buddy Steve he is a huge, huge Superman fan, Steve is. He goes, you're reading Superman comics for the first time and you're reading the New 52? <laughs> a lot of Superman fans did not. I, would, I, I don't know the difference, but it turns out a lot of Superman fans did not like the New 52 run of Superman. Um, especially in the... I feel like, in general, that's the main consensus with most of the 52. Yeah. Um, but I did it partly because it's a jumping on point like it's it's hard because up to then the previous run of superman began back in the 30s and i wasn't quite sure and i will eventually read a lot of older superman stuff i've just got to figure out and maybe i can ask steve where a good place to start is um like at, at what issue number or whatever so i can look it up um but the New 52 felt like a jumping on point, and it gave me, like I said last week, it, it gives me a place to work up to to figure out modern Superman. Like, I know there's a modern take on Superman that I have just sort of been missing out on that I don't understand. Like, the whole, he has a son named Jonathan now, who's named after, you know, Jonathan Kent, his father, and how he kind of has a whole lot of things going on in the modern Superman that I just don't know about. So I was like, ah, I'll just go to the New 52 and work my way up through the rebirth years and figure yeah. that part of Superman's history out. I I haven't... I kind of... Uh, I should probably... I'll probably read some more comics. I do... I'm, I'm a little behind on the King and Black thing that Marvel has going on. Yeah. Uh, but then someone mentioned another comic that I put in my folder that I'm probably going to pick up maybe later this week called Radiant Black. Mm -hmm. It's like another image title that's been getting, I guess, a lot of attention. Hmm. So I'm like, ah, I'll buy that and give it a shot. Yep. Uh, other than that, yeah. But here's a funny thing, because I found this book came out two weeks ago. It's called Marvel Mech Strike. And it's basically... Sounds like all of... Wait, let me guess. Let me all guess. Of Marvel. Wait, I'm gonna yeah. guess. It sounds like, based on the title, is it like Gundam? Yep. <gasps> Whoa! All of the Avenger, every Avenger gets a mech, gets a Gundam, and it makes no sense. Oh my god! I figured it wouldn't make any sense, but well, it's the like premise. half the guys. Yeah, it makes no sense for half of them. Like Hulk doesn't need a mech no. suit. Thor doesn't need nope. a mech suit. Captain Marvel nope. doesn't need one, but they all do. Like <laughs> Spider-Man, Black Panther, like I That's mean Iron Man. It's just like wait, what? What? <laughs> like it makes no sense. No, but it's so dumb. I actually have to give them some. Hey, they're doing a thing. They're trying. Well, it's supposed to be the lead up for, I guess, 
Heroes Reborn. Oh, yeah, after... we talked about the Heroes Reborn. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, so I don't know. It's weird. There's too much happening. There's like all these vet, all these Carnage books mm-hmm. that are still happening. And that's kind of like what everything's revolving around right now. Still more King and Black story stuff. That's kind of why I'm really glad that Marvel Unlimited and DC Universe Infinite are... Because I don't have to... I would struggle, honestly, to keep up if I was trying to keep up. I kind of wish that Marvel, the Marvel and DC apps had an easier way for me to organize. Mm-hmm. Because DC especially, and I know it's still pretty new, mm-hmm. but like to get to DC stuff, I have to like kind of... Sw- like They're like, they don't have like a red section or a way to mark when something's red. It's just there. Yeah. Uh, and so trying to remember sometimes if you've read a certain issues or not, you have to kind of like swim the through and like figure it out in it that I think this is how it works. Like you said, it's kind of new. So I'm still trying to figure out the way they do it now, but like I put everything in my, I made my to read list. You made our to right? read. That's what I and did. Then yeah. Of course, this wouldn't work if you wanted to jump around. I haven't been jumping around. Like, I just sat down and started reading straight through Superman. So it always picks up. If I finish an issue and then I close out the app, the next time I go to my home screen and there's the thing there that says uh, pick up where you left off or wherever it is, it's the next issue. It's not the issue that I just finished or anything like that. So Yeah, and I had a little confusion with the when I started doing the – the metal stuff because I was trying to do all of metal and they have a, they have a section where it's like a read list of what comes after what. So you're kind of reading it through, but if you jump out and go back to like, it's like continue reading. It doesn't pick up like from what, where you are in the full metal storyline. It just kind of gives you just the main titles. And I was like, but I want all the, side titles with everything happening because I was like halfway through like the backstories of each of the evil Batman mm-hmm. kind of stuff I don't know it, it's just something I, I wish there was a, an easier way for it to like kind of track like you've read this already move on from onto this next thing but it would but don't worry if you press this one you just read the main series but if you do this version mm-hmm. you'll go through like chronological what's happening I don't know, but I know it's still new. I probably will read some stuff either tonight or tomorrow night because I have some more of the DC stuff and start going through dark metal. Yeah. And then Marvel, I've just kind of, I think I'm going to, I'm on Empire, but I'm kind of not digging it. I'm just like, this. I don't know how I feel about this. I kind of might jump out of that and find, maybe I'll just start the latest Spider-Man run. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. All I know is that next month there's still the Alien series that's coming out. Uh, And then I think next month is also the Keanu Reeves Berserker. Oh, yeah, Berserker. I keep forgetting about that. Which apparently uh, there is a one in a thousand copy you can get your hands on signed by Keanu and a couple others. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that goes for two thousand dollars. Wow! And I'm like, I like comics. I will never pay that much for one anything like nope. that. Just give me the main title, or if there's a cool cover. But moving on from that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, even the even the people that are like um, buying. Um... Like the like the millionaires and stuff that buy the really really old issues. I'm like, yeah, uh, guys, like you have it, and maybe somewhere on down the line somebody will be. But at that point, besides having it and being able somewhere down the line to probably sell it for more, like you can't read it, and uh, a lot of them you yeah can't, once you you yeah, can't even put them out you, on. <laughs> like normal display they have to be in special rooms and stuff like that so they don't yeah. uh, you know under glass in special rooms with special lighting so they don't fade and fall apart <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah it's wild it is it's 
freaking weird. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff. I mean, there beyond beyond that, there I have besides the obvious, uh, what what we saw the top. I haven't done too much. No, it's kind of either. been a busy, busiest a, a busy ish week. There is another movie, a horror movie that's like three dollars on Amazon that someone told me about. I might check out called Seder. Mm-hmm. Um. But other than yeah, it's like other than that, like it's been just a lot of working. Um, Valentine's Day was the other day, so took myself to a nice steak dinner, (laughs) and then I didn't call myself the next morning. Oh yeah, yeah. I molested myself last night. I told myself (laughs) no, but I knew I wanted it. My hand said no, but my my, my hand wait. <laughs> <laughs> the left one said no, but the right one said yes. The left one's a freak. I don't the know. The couch what he cushion likes to go. said no, but the bed pillow said yes. <laughs> Discreetly put these pillow pit cases to look like a butt. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Anyway, we might as well get into it because totally. WandaVision just kind of threw <sighs> it's, all my theories out the window. Yeah, me too. I'm pretty much at the point where I just have to admit I don't know anything and I am wrong about all my guesses all the time. <laughs> but man, uh, this episode was weird. Yes. Like, well, very, very much a Malcolm in the middle mm-hmm. kind of setup. Yep. Where it kind of followed the kids more a and little bit. And they talked, like, directly to the camera, just like in... Which is great, because Billy, I believe, was dressed as Wiccan. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his, his Wiccan outfit. And I was like, oh, that's a fun little bit. But what was really interesting at the beginning of it was, he's, like, talking to the camera. He's like, sometimes my parents fight. and But you see Quicksil- Pietro kind of, like, w- looking at him, like, what the hell is he doing? Mm-hmm. And you realize... And then, like, Pietro, this is weird because throughout this entire episode, Pietro is just not swayed by anything that's happening. I... He's just, he's just like, listen, how are you doing this? You didn't, there weren't kids here before. Now there's kids. Yeah. Now this episode made me be like, well, who is he? Like, we thought last week he might have come through from another dimension but now yeah. the way he's acting, I'm like, is he not who he's played? Because Wanda even seems like she doesn't think it's him because she keeps testing him, like asking him questions yeah. and stuff. Yeah, being like, well, remember when we were kids and like that kid kept bullying you? And he's like, nah, you're testing mm-hmm. me. You're trying to like, and then like dropping the lines like, where's your accent? Well, where's your accent? Like. Just anything involving Pietro just made me super suspicious because mm-hmm. I think you said it last week, and now this week I think about it even more. I think that might be Mephisto. I mean, maybe. And especially I mean, since that... I have been convinced all along that Agatha must be. Uh, or Agnes yeah, must she's be. She's got nothing. And then all of a sudden, like, Vision does his little, like, magic touch to her when she's on the outskirts of Westview, and she comes through like she's just another citizen who's trapped there, unless she's playing Vision, which it didn't seem like she was playing him, but. Yeah, it's. I have no idea. I'm, so I'm. That was another weird thing. Mm-hmm. That, that was another weird thing, because when. When uh, Vision unlocks her, like mm-hmm. her, like gets rid of uh, Wanda's spell and starts going through, like, "Oh, you're Vision! You're one of the Avengers! Gonna, you can get us out of here!" Yeah. And he and Vision's like, "I don't know what's an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't know anything you're talking about." And I'm just like, "Wait, if he doesn't know he's an Avenger, so does that mean that the body that Wanda stole?" is vision but the mind is either erased or did she steal the mind stone i just like think a different mind stone from like a from a multi from another timeline uh, no i just think that like i said last week i still think tyler what's his name who is supposedly in charge of sword is trying to bring vision back and is trying to turn him into a weapon and i think 
as part of that when he was being brought back because Vision is a, a, a synthesoid. So technically, they could take away parts of his memory or not restore parts of his memory if they wanted to. True. The uh, but man, that um. So the scene where it's interesting because what makes me it's it's obviously it's all Wanda throughout this entire mm-hmm. thing is taking over. But you realize when Vision is out on the corners of the bubble, like looking at the towns, and everyone's just kind of standing still. It's like okay, so Wanda's focusing all her energy in whatever area she's in. Right. She um very clearly can't hold on to everybody so everybody on the outskirts are kind of just standing there being automatons which is horrifying oh, yeah the the one person that uh or the one couple rather that vision walked by uh just kind of hanging halloween decorations and, and she's crying and she's just and she's standing like... there crying as she moves her hand back and forth in the one same motion over and over again <laughs> holy yeah. fuck and then, uh, and but then it was interesting, like, because I'm still a little confused of how the kids kind of relate to this whole thing mm-hmm. as well, because Vision breaks out of the bubble, right, where he immediately starts deteriorating. Well, because like he, he keeps being he's being ripped to pieces. I think because Wanda made. I just took it as Wanda had made that barrier, uh, very very strong, and it was just the barrier him breaking the barrier that was just destroying him right but then like tommy which are, tommy the wiccan. one who dresses mm-hmm. wiccan can all of a sudden can hear like hear vision's thoughts and stuff and then going to wanda being like no because, dad's hurt well, i think he just heard him because vision was yelling at the people on the outside and... yeah but it's it's i'm still curious about like because they mentioned in the last episode, or two episodes ago, it was like, what about the kids? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, no, everything in there is real. And I'm like, but the kids had to come from somewhere. Yeah. Like, I'm still confused a little bit by what there's, but it's cool that they have their powers. Um, and then Wanda just getting pissed off and then making the barrier bigger and taking everybody. Well, yeah, because she panicked because... Well, we're also missing the fact that I think now even more, I thought this last week and now it seems like the show is trying to prove, is kind of proving my point when uh, Darcy and Wu and he's, his name's Wu, right? Yeah. Yeah. Darcy and Wu and uh, Monica Monica. get kicked off the base and then they circle back and start investigating they realize that the quote-unquote missing person that Wu was sent out there to find and that the person they're tracking inside Westview is, is Vision. Vision, not Wanda. Yeah. Because they want Vision back. We- so they find that out, and then, yeah, Darcy got sucked inside the barrier. Um, you're, I'm sure I'm sure you were like, no! I, now I have to go to Westview and rescue her. Yeah, and then... Mm. Uh, yeah, but like, and there was also like Darcy mentioned to Rambo, she's like, you can't go back into the ah, barrier. You've yeah. been through twice, and your 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 DNA has been. It's changing re-written. like all the atoms in her body and everything. The fact that she's been through the barrier two times. Yeah, so it's gonna be. She's definitely gonna be spectrum or photon or I whatever she's, she's gonna, gonna go. I by. think she's gonna be photon just because they showed uh, that her mother used that call sign in the Air Force. Yeah, I think she'll adopt Photon just to honor her mother. Yeah, interesting thing that someone mentioned to me, and I didn't even think about it, and I don't think we're gonna see much of it. I think it's just more of an interesting call. Uh, uh, this isn't from this episode, but it's from the last episode where they're talking about the hex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Monica is like, I know a guy who is like a neuroscience like. he's a space he's an engineer yeah people keep and and i'm like she also mentions her contact that people think it's reed richards yeah reed richards i'm like for reed richards even though uh, even though it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be too early for the mention at least not to see Mm. yeah that's what i mean Um, i think it's too early for us to see reed richards i don't think they've even cast reed richards yet they just announced when was it like uh six weeks ago that was like something yeah probably more actually it was a while it was like 
it was before I came back. Yeah, so it's been a while. So since it was like Ju- it was like June or July. Yeah. Um. Also interesting for this episode was the commercial. Oh my god, that was dark as hell. It's like yeah, yo yo magic for those survivors can only have and the it's guy the, the little kid's, kid's just dying. starving to death on the island because he can't open the yogurt cup. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. What the fuck? It, and I'm just like, okay, so this is either a take on she's losing control of her magic or someone else kind of figured, like, or it's like your magic can't be used to save everybody. And or... There's only three episodes left. I need to know what's going on. I'm just so curious to see how they're going to wrap this up because now I'm, we're in yeah. the home stretch. I am, yeah, I pretty much am done trying to, like, figure out because, yeah, I feel stupid like trying to figure out and they're like no it's not this but i am gonna go with the idea that i think quicks pietro is definitely not pietro it just doesn't seem like because he number one he's asking a lot of questions like when he's like how did you do this like you never used to be able to do this before it's a long way from like making things float and shooting little red squigglies out of your hands and yeah and then like the the line where where he's like what vision can't die twice can he and like just seems like maybe he's not and she also saw like a quick flash of him being dead yeah so i think it's i'm now in the camp i might be mephesto maybe well it's like well it's like first of all how would pietro know vision died the first time around yeah that's oh good point yeah Yeah, mm mm-hmm yeah because it's like uh you were dead way before this happened yeah yeah, and I don't think she would just tell you that information. I don't. I'm like, so confused it's so, at this point. I in love a good it. way. I like freaking, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not mad. I'm confused. I'm just. Yeah, we're going. So we're going to the next episode with. I think it's funny how all of Sword was turned into a carnival. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of clowns. Uh, the director is the only one that got away, right? Hey, Haybrook, Monica, and Wu are the only ones I yes, believe that haven't got, been They're still up. outside of the Westview anomaly, outside of the hex. Yeah. So it's gonna. So it's probably gonna. I bet. I bet Shield is might get involved maybe in the next episode. Shield doesn't exist anymore though. Does it? No, I think it still does. So there has to be like factions of Shield or something. Maybe because I don't because we still is, don't know what Nick is, Fury is up to because the last time we saw Nick Fury he was in space with the Skrulls. Yeah, with Sword. Well, we thought it was Sword at the time. I think it's called Sword. I think that's what it is on. Like, I've only seen um, Captain Marvel the once, so I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah, I, th- I believe it's called Sword. Like, I thought we that's just from the speculated 70s. that it was Sword. Yeah. But no, I'm pretty sure. No, was it in Captain Marvel that that happened, or was that at the? That was in Cap. That's Captain Marvel, which is like the seventies. Oh no! But Nick Fury was. He's he's back on Earth right now. Yeah, Nick Fury was in Infinity War, but when was was Nick Fury the Skrull? That was the Captain Marvel. God, I'm so confused. Oh no! In uh, Spider-Man, was, no, no, Spider-Man, far Homecoming, from, Spider-Man, Homecoming, far from home, far from yeah, far That's from home when Nick is restored in space, yeah. and that was yeah, God, I complete yeah. after that was after this, Endgame, after, that was after Endgame, after this yeah, so series takes place, actually, because yeah, this series so, takes place immediately after Endgame, and then Homecoming or Far From Home took place uh, a little bit after this. Because uh, Homecoming was like a year after, or not Homecoming? Uh, God damn it! They fucked Far up. From, the, yeah, I know. This they is they fucked they, up their all, own timeline, and now I'm having yeah. trouble remembering when they all take place. The uh, Far from Home. Far, far from Home. Far from and that's Home. That's where Nick Fury and Maria were scrolls. Yes. God. Too much. Too much indeed. So yeah, so Nick Fury's in, but and I think that's considered. I think that is Sword. I, I think there's uh, a mention. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't remember them saying Sword, but it's been a while since I watched Far From Home. Yeah, I need to rewatch it, or at least that, just because it's just a great movie yes. anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm assuming by this point, I would not be surprised now that by the by the last episode, Doctor Strange shows. That would up. be fun. 
like maybe he's like the key I because I feel like now maybe this is the main lead up into the uh Matt multiverse mm-hmm. and the darkness multiverse Doctor Strange whatever the fuck uh, multiverse yep. of madness like I, this might be the shoot into that so I wouldn't be surprised now at this point if like Doctor Strange is like oh you fucked this up and Quicksilver being Mephisto like oh, I gotta <laughs> go and and Doctor Strange is like you get back you know, some it's, bitch it's all really fun to think about though that's for sure. And I, like I said, yeah. I'm, I am allowing myself at this point to realize that I'm just not going to be right. <laughs> yeah, I have come to terms that I am stupid. I can't figure this out. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. let it ride. Totally. But it's, it's, it's so interesting hearing people still not yeah. like this series. And it's hilarious to see the people's uh, responses because someone wrote today that's like it's weird wandavision kind of feels like a weird tv show where they just give you little by little and i don't like that I, uh, yeah i said this last week people have forgotten how to watch tv i actually yeah. saw somebody recently uh say that they think that the return to weekly basis television is a step backwards and they don't like it they prefer the I think those people just need to yeah, I think shut up. I personally don't agree. I think they're wrong, but everybody has their preferences, and that's why there's menus at restaurants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that people should not that be going to not right be now. Going to right now, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I'm super stoked. Next episode, it's going to. Like, I t- text you after I watched the last episode. I'm like, what is going Me, on? Every week, it, I just get up. And I'm like, I have to go to work today. And I don't want to go to work today. I want to stay home and watch WandaVision. And then all day at work, I'm like, I just got to make it through. I just got to make it through. Because then when I get home, I can take the dog out and then go watch WandaVision. <laughs> That's like the old. <laughs> I got I'm, I'm, I'm checking my schedule for work this week to see what time I work on Friday. Oh, I don't work till oh, 2 on you Friday. Oh, you bastard. You get to watch WandaVision Sweet. before. I mean, I could. Te- it's only a half hour show. But, but then I'll like, sit. I would but have then, to get a- yeah. But then I'll sit there at work the entire time just like thinking things in my head, being like, so if this is, what's this? Well, the weird thing this? is, I mean, I have conversation. 15th, so the next episode of WandaVision is on the, let's see, today's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like the yeah, 19th. but there's only like a week break, I want to say, between WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Let me just check real quick. The 19th, so there's one, two, three. So the last episode of WandaVision will air on uh, March 5th. So then there's uh, seven, eight, nine. What day is Falcon and the Winter Soldier again? The 18th? Uh, okay, so that 18th. means... There's 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 days between WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So it's yes. not even that long of a break, which is nice. March, March 19th. 19th. Okay, so there's a full 14 days between. So it's a, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be another Friday release show. Like Mandalorian and yeah. WandaVision. Okay, so that means there's only two weeks between WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Yep. I don't want to wait, though. I just want it. <laughs> I want Falcon. Yes, but don't I, forget, I, I, uh, I Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out the 19th, but Kong versus Godzilla is the 18th, so you have something on the 18th. True. Get... <laughs> oh, we're going to have so much. I cannot wait. Have you seen the SH Monster Art figures for those yet? No, but what is the Godzilla... I meant to ask you this, and I forgot until just this second. What is that Godzilla art? Oh, singular point. singular point. That's the Netflix animated oh. movie or series that's okay. coming out this year. Uh, I think it comes out in in April. I wasn't worried. I, about, or, I wasn't yeah. worried. I wasn't wild about that art. I don't like how like lumpy Godzilla looks. Like they they made the scales look too big and too scaly. My favorite. I was like, what the fuck. My favorite comment. I mean, I'm fine with it considering. I know the it's anime, anime style I, and everything, a, but yeah. I like this. I like this variation more than the anime style they did for the. Oh, it's better. It's, yeah, it's definitely better than that. But I didn't even finish that thing. Yeah. I watched the first one and went, "Well, that wasn't good." So I didn't watch the other two parts. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, a bunch of people keep telling me that it's great. I'm like, I watched all three of them. And I didn't care. Um, but my favorite comment I've seen about that that uh, art of that particular the, the singular point Godzilla is like, man, he dummy thick. <laughs> he a thick boy, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, and it comes out in April. Okay. So I will probably watch it. They there was a new trailer for it that came out uh, not too long ago. And they did some weird things with it, and I'm like Jet Jaguars in it as like a weird blocky hmm. transformer. Uh, it's something I'm kind of I'll, I'll watch. I'm gonna go in with mm. fresh eyes and perspective of what I of, of it, and not think too yeah. much about it. But man, it's I really just want a really I want something to just follow up Shin Godzilla at I this point. Too. I mean Godzilla mm-hmm. vs Kong, I cannot wait. Um, but I really just want them to do another Shin Godzilla-esque kind of film, which I guess is the Shin Ultraman. Yeah. But I don't know that much about Ultraman, so put in I our know, Godzilla right? face. Exactly. Hmm. Especially since Godzilla vs. Kong is supposedly the last one from the Legendary Universe. Did Did you hear that the director, Adam Wingard, after he's after this, his next project, is he's going to do a sequel to Face yeah, Off? Yeah, I saw that. And I'm just like, why? It's a perfect film. It doesn't yeah, need a sequel. It. <laughs> it's it's a it's fine if that, if you want to see insane Nicolas Cage, that's a great movie to see. Insane Nicolas Cage hmm. and like John and John Travolta. Dang. It's a it's a good one. I will not say uh, like unlike most people that will say you've never seen mm-hmm. this movie. There's I'm a like, lot of movies I've never seen. There's a lot of movies yeah. in the world. <laughs> Now, you think we are just made time? I wish I was made to no, just man, watch me movies. Too. If someone just paid me, any company out there that just wants to pay me um, uh, to watch movies and do stuff, I'd be yeah, down. Yeah, in fact, I realized yesterday that it was the 30th anniversary of Silence of the Lambs, and I'm like, oh, I don't have time to watch Silence of the Lambs today. So, I'm still extremely... I'm not, I don't know how I feel about the... Clarice uh, spinoff they're doing. Uh, I've heard it's uh, pretty generic CBS crime procedural. So, Ooh, yeah, goodies. so I'm not going to check that. I will yeah, skip just it. Skip. I've heard it's pretty generic and they're just using the Silence of the Lambs angle to market yet another CBS crime show. Did you, did you see... Uh, I've, I've, I've watched it once, but I guess it was like running through Twitter today that they did a Mountain Dew commercial where they brought back, uh, Jay, uh, what's his name? Who played Billy and gremlins and they had like old mm-hmm. gremlins. I saw that. Uh, I didn't see the commercial, but and I I'm saw like, that it happened. And I'm just like, I just want, give me a new gremlin. Did you movie. watch that? <laughs> Obviously not the whole thing, but did you catch any of the thing with, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey being Wayne and Garth uh, for Grubhub. The, I watched. It, you it's can't escape painfully boring the whole one because it's just them sitting around as Grubhub partner restaurants kind of go up the screen and they things go on in the background like they have tea with Alice Cooper and stuff like that. But the whole time, all I could think is, man, like I love Wayne's World, but it is not. It is sad getting Mike Myers and Dana Carvey now to dress up in the Wayne and Garth outfits. Like, I love those characters, but not old versions of those characters. Someone, someone wrote uh, wrote on Twitter. It's like it's, it's Mike uh, Myers and Carvey kind of look like the Madame Tussauds wax figure really versions do. of themselves. They're so it's so weird, and I'm like. I the time to do Wayne and Garth a third time was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the other thing we forgot to talk about um I think it's kind of important just because I find it hilarious that people are still defending her and I don't see why. But Gina Carano, uh, Gina oh. Carano got canned as as 
from all Star Wars projects. I wasn't going to talk about now. her, but whatever. Um, well, I felt like I felt like in general, I'm like good, yeah. good because the, I'm not going to talk about the posts because they're, they're weird and they're stupid. dumb, and I am. There is a certain segment of people defending her that I sort of understand because if you look at all her posts, they're weird. They are not great, and they're, but they're also not necessarily like they don't seem like like her post about the Nazis and everything. It didn't seem like she was defending Nazis. She was trying to say that like the reason that the Nazis were allowed to be a thing is because they were really good at propaganda and convinced all the citizens that they had a common enemy and the common enemy was the Jew. It was basically her comparing the Republican party to the Jews and the democratic report. It was all dumb and stupid, but at the same time, it's like, well, we also shouldn't, we shouldn't let bad people have jobs, but we also need to figure out where the line is between bad people and people we disagree with because we don't want everybody that has an unpopular opinion to lose their job either because you could be the you could be the person with the unpopular opinion at some point so i i i agree to a certain extent um i believe it's one of those instances where being fired but i understand the people who were like okay we need to figure out where this line is pretty quick before people really do start getting fired for quote unquote being conservative, which I think she's a little bit hateful and I don't think conservative and hateful should mean the same thing because hateful is hateful. And anyway, I'm getting to, but I, yeah, I'm glad she's gone. I think she's a, a problem, but I also agree with the people who were like, well, you better hurry up and find out where that line is. <laughs> I can understand that totally. Yeah, but I'm in the same boat where it's like I'm glad she's gone, uh, and that I mean, there are other people that are just as bad that are still in the kind of industry. It's just kind oh, yeah. of finding that line, finding, find, finding that line of what what yeah, works. Yeah, and it is kind of. I mean, it's not like she was Harvey Weinstein or anything. It's not like she was clearly a right. monster. And so that I think she's not Marilyn Manson. Manson. So I think that's where some people are still trying to defend her. Like, I think she had some shitty opinions and I also can respect Disney slash Lucasfilm for going, "Eh, we don't want to work with somebody who's got shitty opinions because that is also a, that's the other thing. She's not being censored by anybody. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences. Freedom of speech means the government can't tell you what to say. It doesn't mean that your job can't go. You said something really shitty and we don't want to work with you anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I, there are some people who have taken it to a whole different level that I'm just like, I'm yep, just going to mute you because I, I just I just don't. eventually avoided the whole thing. I'm like, I'm not going to talk about Gina Carano anymore. She's Although my favorite thing I saw was when somebody <laughs> – there was an episode of The Simpsons where, you know, the they lift the character out of the fr- – and it's like, and Poochie died on his way back to his home <laughs> yeah. plant. Somebody yeah. on Twitter did the thing where they lifted Gina Carano right out of the front and they're like, and Cara Dune died on her way back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Just do and that. I'm fine with like, that. What about Rangers of the New Republic? And it's like, hey, they've got that dude that recruited her, the dude with the beard that was chasing uh, yeah. Din Djarin around the... Just have that dude be the star. I liked him. He was a good He'll character. He'll be fine, like, yeah. Have that dude be the star. Or make this the return of Jar Jar oh, Banks. <laughs> yeah. Lisa back to ruin entire franchise again. I shouldn't do that. I, the guy that... The poor, the poor dude. Dang. The poor dude. I shouldn't... That poor that dude. That poor guy. He, his story is so bad. I shouldn't make any... It makes me... It really is. I, is I, so I, sad. I don't even want to make yeah, fun of Jar Jar I, Banks anymore. I, 
Yeah, like that. I after watching like his you his like special on yeah. like YouTube, I was just I, like, yeah, oh. I feel bad for that dude. He got wicked, wicked fan bullied to a horrible extent that he didn't even want to be alive. So I apologize yeah. for. Well, anyway, I'm not picking yeah. on that dude. I am picking on Jar Jar Binks, and the actor is not responsible for the writing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So next week we'll have more Wandavision. Mm-hmm. Probably, will, I'll probably watch that Seder film. Hopefully, I will hopefully have read some comics and maybe have watched some more Batman slash maybe jump into Justice League or Batman Beyond. Don't jump into Batman Beyond. It's not worth it. May I said I'm telling maybe. you right now, we'll it's see. not worth it. Uh, there's another movie that came out on HBO Max this week. I kind of curious to watch. Uh, Judas and the Black oh, Messiah. Yeah. So I might watch that. Be kind of yep. interesting. I don't know. I'm off tomorrow, uh, I, but uh, some delivery people are coming to my house at some point to we bring our new washer and dryer. So I'm gonna have to do yeah, adulting. So I'm gonna have to spend part of the morning making sure that you know there's enough space that all the ways for them to bring it in and everything are clear. So I'm gonna have to spend part of my day off tomorrow. Uh, doing actual housework but then after that's over maybe i can watch something fun yeah uh there's well nick in like two weeks we get tom and jerry oh, the movie. <laughs> can watch can watch tom and jerry run around a hotel no, the thing with tom and jerry is like I know we we keep almost coming to the end. Is I'll say real quick. The thing with Tom and Jerry is Tom and Jerry is one of those things that is good in small doses. Tom and Jerry is a fifteen minute at a time short because there's no plot line to Tom and Jer- Tom and Jerry does not have it. And maybe they can make a story for Tom and Jerry work. I doubt it because the entire thing it would be like trying to make an entire Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote movie. Roadrunner and what? I think they've, they. I think they've done like an animated of movie. Just the two of them. Maybe I think I feel like well, there is. Gonna, I could be wrong. But, but again, I don't see how Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner work because they're the same two or three gags over and over again in a very short chunk. <laughs> so yeah. that's how I feel about Tom and Jerry. I like Tom and Jerry, but well, not for an entire movie. So. We'll get. You, can't wait till Friday when the Muppet Show is on Disney Plus. <gasps> Muppet Show on Disney. So Plus. definitely we'll be binging that. All of it. <laughs> yes. Oh, I haven't watched the Muppet Show in a good long while. Yeah, so I gotta find my Walder and Statler figure so I can set them up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, that definitely does it for this week. We'll be back next later. time. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.